0: Hi, my name is Massimo Russo, and I'm a BCG Henderson Institute fellow studying how B2B companies are realizing value from the Internet of Things. You're listening to Inspiring the Next Game, a podcast series which offers new perspectives on business, technology, economics and science by the BCG Henderson Institute. In our first season, we focus on the data economy and will speak with industry and academic leaders to explore the potential of cross-enterprise data sharing and the role of platforms and ecosystems in accelerating the data economy. I'm excited to introduce our guest today. Stefan Verhulst, co-founder and chief R&D officer of the Governance Lab at NYU's Tandon School of Engineering. The GovLab is a research center that focuses on the intersection of government and technology with a specific emphasis on how collaborative technology can enhance governance and how to harness the unprecedented volume of information to advance public good. He serves on the expert group on business to government data sharing as part of the European Commission's European Data Strategy efforts and has been a recognized expert in global forums like the World Economic Forum, the United Nations, and numerous academic institutions. Stefan, thank you so much for for joining us today. Could you say a little bit more about what the GovLab is at New York University, and uh, as a co-founder, what the objectives are of GovLab? Great. Well,
1: thanks so much for having me, Massimo. GovLab, or the Governance Laboratory, is an action research center based here in New York. The mission of GovLab is to improve and transform the way we make decisions, how we govern, leveraging new tools and new technologies. We have focused on two important assets that we believe can be leveraged with technology in order to transform the way we go about solving public problems. And those two assets are on the one hand people, so we do a lot of work around collective intelligence, new ways of crowdsourcing, open innovation, expert networking, for instance. And then the other asset is data. And here we've done a lot of work on how do we unlock and reuse data in order to inform public interest decisions. And so that's where we also have tried to pioneer new ways of engaging with corporations around the data to inform public interest decisions.
0: Thank you. Well, was very timely given all the discussion on data sharing and fighting the current pandemic that we're all facing. I know you've done a lot of work in data collaboratives, looking at different data sharing projects and also establishing a data stewards network. Can you say a little bit more about your focus on data collaboratives? Yeah, at
1: GovLab, one of the core areas that we have focused on is how do we reuse the data that has been collected for a particular purpose, for another purpose, especially a purpose that could improve people's lives. And so initially, we did a lot of work on open government data. By doing so, we also realized that obviously a key data source our key data sources reside within the private sector that if unlocked could also improve the way we go about making public interest decisions and so that's where we started working on this concept of data collaboratives which are a new kind of public-private partnerships around the use of corporate data and other data sets in order to address critical public needs now a key element that we have identified is missing in order to make those data collaboratives more systematic, sustainable, and responsible is actually the profession of data stewards. In order to start a data collaborative, it's quite often very hard to identify who one should engage with within the corporations. And so that's where we have advocated for the creation of data stewards and where we have identified people already in the corporate sector that are fulfilling that, and we've connected them through this data stewards network.
0: Do you have a favorite data collaborative that you would cite as an example?
1: That's always a hard question, Massimo. We have documented about 200 examples where corporations have leveraged their data together with other parties to inform public interest decision-making. We have learned that there is no one way, and there is also no best way of doing this. One interesting example here is, for instance, Zillow, who has actually provided an API to some of their data, where, for instance, cities can leverage that data in order to measure gentrification. And by the way, a similar kind of effort is currently underway with Airbnb data where Airbnb is sharing some of its data with cities, such as New York, in order to understand gentrification patterns. So this is one extreme of a data collaborative where APIs are being used to share data. The other extreme is then data collaboratives where no data is being shared, but where insights are being shared that otherwise would also be quite often proprietary or closed. And an example here is, for instance, the G.P. Morgan Institute, which is a new kind of think tank that is leveraging data to inform economic policy decision making. For instance, in order to understand the real economic impact on small businesses during COVID. So those are the two extremes of the shades of openness of corporate data. In between, we then have a variety of models such as data pools or data commons where we have seen where different corporations are pooling their data together and then quite often using an intermediary to provide access to and one example here is yoda which is the yale open data initiative where different pharmaceutical companies are providing access to their clinical trial data but then the access is managed by yale university
0: These are great examples, and I know for our listeners, if they'd like to learn more about the different data collaboratives, uh, there's a lot more information that's available on your website. Underlying the data collaboratives is of course, uh, getting companies to share their data. What do you see some of the challenges of data sharing and encouraging data sharing among enterprises?
1: Well, before I go to the challenges, I think the aspiration we should seek to establish is to have data collaboration in a systematic sustainable and responsible way right most of the efforts that we see with regard to data collaboration are quite often one-offs they don't scale they're quite often unsustainable there's a lot of energy at the beginning but then unfortunately there is no way to sustain them over a longer period of time and are quite often challenged from a data responsibility point of view because sometimes there are concerns regard to how the data is being shared. So the challenges that we see in order to make data collaboration more systematic, sustainable, and responsible resides in a few areas. One challenge is that the demand side for corporate data is quite often very poorly specified or uncoordinated. Quite often uh, we learn about initiatives where Third parties, including governments, are knocking on the doors of corporations and basically saying, we need access to your data, but there is no clear purpose specification nor a clear validation that those questions matter. And that also generates concerns from the public at large on how this will be used. Second challenge is because the supply of data is also poorly organized. Many corporations don't have a way of actually responding to solicitations around their data. They have no process in place, let alone a dedicated individual or team that can respond to some of those solicitations. The third challenge relates then with governance. Quite often, it's poorly understood what is feasible. GDPR has put a chilling effect on some of the data sharing efforts because there is a concern that data sharing is not uh, permitted unless uh, you have a a particular process. This was especially true when COVID hit, when many mobile phone companies started sharing some of their data, but then quickly pulled back because there was a concern that this was illegal under GDPR. And then three other ones. One is funding. What's the business case? for actually sharing your data. And so that's a big unknown quite often where there is no clear incentive structures, let alone business understanding of how does it contribute to the business. And then there are still some technological issues that we need to figure out. And again, there's a lot of investment in, for instance, secure cloud, in access protocols, and that would manage immutable audits. So a whole range of technologies that need to be brought together in order to provide for responsible data collaboration. And then lastly, and perhaps more importantly, you have to have public support for doing this at a larger scale. And so here uh, we are talking about the need for having a social license to establish data collaboration, having a clear buy-in from the public that this is appropriate. And I think, unfortunately, We've had a lot of discussions about data collection, but we have too little discussions about data reuse. There is a poor understanding of the expectations that the public has with regard to reusing their data. Absent that, there's a big concern, of course, of doing this at large scale.
0: So it's true that to address some of the larger societal challenges that we face, whether it's climate change or optimizing the way Our cities operate or transparency in government it really does require the enabling technology private enterprise and governments to come together how do you see the role specifically of governments to set the right frameworks and policies to encourage data sharing well
1: again government has many functions and one function that government can have is to basically set out the vision of a data economy that would be aspirational Right? We don't see enough of that kind of visionary and strategic thinking about what is the kind of data economy one should aspire to create. And it's kind of interesting to see that Europe is trying to play that kind of role of creating an internal market around data. But I think it's going to be important for governments moving forward worldwide is to basically develop a data strategy for their country. And which includes, of course, a strategy around how they gonna use their own data, but also a strategy on how they want data to be shared within their country and under what, what condition. And then associated with that, becoming a role model on how they use that data themselves. And I think uh, too often when we talk about government, we talk about regulation, But I think governments have a really important role to play to actually set a model on how they want others to use data. So that's one big area. And then, of course, there is a crucial role for governments to protect and promote. And by which I mean protect users from misuse when you are reusing data. And I think having government engage with the public around what are the red lines that we should adopt in society with regard to reuse of data, what kinds of purposes are inappropriate. Having that, I think, would frankly unleash reuse because it would have a better sense on what are the green lines. And then promote, by which I mean is that governments have a really important market-shaping role here. I was very frustrated during COVID-19 that many uh, actors that we worked with were complaining that they could not get funding to leverage data to inform COVID-19. Governments could have actually created a fund for data. And that could also have meant including funding corporations to actually recover some of the costs that automatically goes in making data reusable so that there is an incentive for corporations to invest in new kind of data sharing practices. And linked with that, I think government can also actually set and shape markets through procurement. For instance, if there is a contract with a telecom operator, what's then the provisions with regard to how data is being shared back. And then of course you also have the more regulatory aspects where some countries have tried to develop regulation where there is a mandate for statistical agencies to have access to corporate data. Uh, unfortunately, that regulation always indicates that uh, the mandate is associated with public interest applications, but they haven't formulated what does we mean by public interest. If they could say these are high-level public interest use cases, then you would actually have corporations be able to step up to meet those kinds of public interest obligations.
0: You know, it's interesting in our research, we have seen that there are many significant use cases that require collaboration across multiple enterprises as well as governments. Companies are becoming more and more aware that they have data assets that could either serve a public good, you know, lead to a new business model. Stefan, it has been really interesting to hear your thoughts on emerging governance models. I'll leave the floor to you at the end, but I just wanted to thank you for sharing your thoughts with us. And uh, again, I encourage all our readers to go to your website and learn more about Labs.
1: Well, thanks so much for having me, Massimo. And I think a final thought might be that if you think about corporate social responsibility and you combine that with data, then I do believe that finding ways to reuse your data to inform and public interest objectives might become the new corporate social responsibility during a data age and so as you rightly said data is a clear asset an asset for business but it could also become an asset for society if we find out the right incentive structure and also the right governance structure
0: stefan thank you so much for your thoughts thank you thank you for listening to today's episode to learn more about bcg's thinking on the data economy and iot ecosystems please visit our website at www.bcg.com and search for Unleashing the Data Economy.